Hello, this is Kayla, and welcome to the first episode of my new World of Birds podcast. I am starting this with the hope of introducing others to the world of birds, to educate others about the variety of colors, shapes, behaviors, and adaptions, and even different species found in this unique group of animals. I am so excited to start this new project, and I figured what better topic for a first episode than to start with a glimpse into the credible diversity present in the world of birds. And before we start, I would like to apologize in advance for all the background noise, as I have several pet birds that believe it is their mission in life to produce the loudest noises in the house. Whether it just be me talking, air compressor, really anything, they have to be louder. So you'll most likely hear a variety of squawks, screeches, and weird noises from them throughout the following episodes. So with that being said, let's get started. Working with the public, I'm always surprised by the lack of awareness that many people have for even the most common species found in their own backyard. Whether it be the American robin, rock dove, red-tailed hawk, or even sometimes bald eagles. Many are not even aware of most of the species that pass right by them on a daily basis, let alone the species that are just migrating through. While some may only know five or so species, there could even be a few hundred that are seen annually in their county alone. But even these species are just the tip of the iceberg when it comes to all the unique species out there. As of now, there are over 10,000 recognized species of birds broken down into 249 different families, with some families containing just one species, all the way up to having 400 species, like the tyrant flycatchers, which included the eastern phoebe, great crested flycatcher, and scissor tail flycatcher, to name a few. From family groups, they can be broken down farther into genus and then down to individual species. But even individuals in the same species can look vastly different depending on several factors. They could be different subspecies or even different color morphs. Even factors such as age, time of the year, and even if they're male or female can affect their appearance. Some birds, like the cardinal that many are aware of, are sexually dimorphic. And you could tell a difference between a male and female just by looking at them. Birds can be found in every continent, even across oceans. You'd be hard-pressed to go anywhere and not see a single bird. From heavy populated cities to dry, arid deserts, species have filled those niches and made those area home. They've evolved their own adaptations to not only survive, but to thrive. While the greatest number of species with the largest diversity is generally found along the equator and tropical forests, you can really get a good look and how unique these creatures are even in your own backyard. Depending on where you live, you can see a wide variety of species, from birds of prey, waterfowl, warblers, and other songbirds. No matter what environment you're in, birds will be present, and have evolved to best use the resources available to them. Characteristics of this can be seen in most aspects, from their bill shape, size, coloring, and even feet. Whether it be wetlands, deserts, grasslands, forests, open oceans, each feature makes it suitable for their chosen habitat. Almost every aspect of birds, 
Specific features can be found on either end of a spectrum and everywhere in between. Some are solitary and only interact with their own species for brief periods, while others are social and form huge flocks numbering the thousands. Their size can range anywhere from the tiny bee hummingbird, who weighs less than a dime and measures only about 2.4 inches long, all the way up to the giant 11-foot wingspan of the wandering albatross or the 9-foot-tall ostrich. Some species groups, like owls, have evolved special fringes along their primary feathers to create silent flight to aid in hunting, while others have developed adaptations to create noise as they fly for courtship rituals. Some have long, thin toes like the gallinule, perfect for walking on lily pads and other vegetation, while others have such small little feet, like the hummingbirds, for example, that they can't even really walk. For birds living in open oceans... Long, thin wings are perfect for coasting, but for the birds living in forests, having short wings is more beneficial to aid in maneuvering through the trees. The great blue heron has a very long neck, while the toady appears to have no neck at all. Their tails can be short and barely noticeable, or elegant and extravagant, like the bird of paradise species of the tropical rainforests of South America. They could be flat-ended, curved, wedge-shaped, or even forked. While some species spend almost their entire life on the wing, like swifts and many ocean-dwelling birds, some spend their entire life with their feet on the ground, having lost the ability to fly for various evolutionary reasons. While some species may be lacking almost any feathers on their head, like vultures, for instance, others can have large crests like seen in the cockatoos of Australia. Some species have weird fleshy protrusions on their heads, like waddles, combs, and snoods. A good example of these is on the turkey. While there are many species that are active during the day, there is also a good number of species that are active at night, and even some that are crepuscular, which means they are most active during dawn and dusk. They can range from drab or cryptically colored to best blend in and hide from predators, like the whippoorwill, or to seem like they contain a rainbow in their feathers, like the painted buntings. They can be red, orange, yellow, white, black, green, or even blue, in any combo of colors imaginable. Even their bills have evolved to make use of every food source possible. Just with a glance, you can guess at what their diet is. Finches and seed eaters can have thick cone-shaped beaks for large seeds, like gross beaks, or thin beaks for small seeds like finches. Some have long, thin beaks, perfect for probing the shore for food, or for delicately sipping nectar from flowers. While birds of play have larger bills with a hooked end to catch and eat their prey. But diversity doesn't just cover physical appearance. It can encompass everything from their diet, foraging style, song, breeding, and courtship behaviors. Their songs can be musical, like the Veery Herd in the temperate forests of eastern North America, or bubbly and strange, like the American Bittern. It can be a quiet buzz, like the Grasshopper Sparrow, or as loud as a siren, like the White Bellbird. Their diets can include anything from seeds, fruits, insects, fish, mammals, and even other birds. Just like other aspects seen in birds... They make use of many different styles of nests for their eggs, from a scrape, which is basically a simple dent in the ground, 
to burrows, cavity nests, little cup-shaped nests, and even giant stick nests. Some may make their nests out of lichen and spider silk, like hummingbirds, or they can choose other nesting materials such as grass, mud, fur, sticks, and maybe even their own saliva, like the swifts do. While some may be non-migratory and stay in their territories year-round, others can travel up to 24,000 miles in a year, like the Arctic Tern. But there would never be enough time in the day to really point out all or even a portion of the unique characteristics seen throughout the bird kingdom. I hope you enjoyed this glimpse into the diversity present in the world of birds. If you did, please feel free to write a review or follow me on Facebook or Instagram at KaylaFiskBirds. Again, thank you so much for listening and have a wonderful day. Shh. <sniffs>